This is Booby Babble. Hi, and welcome. Today I'm going to talk to you about pet insurance and why I am a huge advocate for it. Now, some people say, like, oh, just I just put aside uh, that same amount every month so that you can have your own sort of pet insurance. So, like, oh, put aside $35 that you would spend on pet insurance into its own account so that when you need to take your dog to the vet, you can just use it for whatever you want, which in theory could work. I just wonder... How many people actually have the self-control to not touch it? Or maybe they want that. Maybe they want the ability to, if they need to use it for something else, they can. Uh, I just, I guess I'll start with telling the story that got me to get pet insurance with my current dog. So our current dog is named Grant. And the dog we had before him was named Mac. Uh, Mac got out of the yard when he was being dog sat by my in-laws because his lead broke. It was a fluke thing. It wasn't anyone's fault. And he got hit by a car. We, My father-in-law took him to the vet and... They did x-rays, even though they said they didn't think there was anything they could do. They asked if we wanted x-rays to be done, and we said yes. Um, And the x-rays showed there was no hope, apparently, and there was no nothing they could do. They couldn't fix him. He It was too much damage. He was... It was too much... There was too much damage. He was going to die regardless of what they did. Um, so we put him down so that he wouldn't be in any more pain and that he could go peacefully as opposed to suffering. Um, but one of the things they did tell us before we did the x-rays was, well, we can do the x-rays, see if there's anything we can do, but if there's anything we can do, it's going to cost you more than $10,000 because you're going to need to pay for surgery and and have a neurologist come in. And there was all these things that we were going to need to do. And before the x-rays came back, we didn't know if there was going to be something we could do or not. And we were faced, potentially faced with the choice of having to choose between my dog meant the world to me and taking out a $10,000 loan or trying to scrape together $10,000 to help him. Um, We didn't have to make that decision because there was nothing they could do. But when I got our next dog, we got, we adopted him from a rescue and he was five months old. And the first thing I did was I signed him up for pet insurance. He had already been checked out at the vet by the rescue and I got him pet insurance and I want to say six months ago we started noticing he kind of stood up and laid down like an old man even though he was only a year old at the time and we got really nervous and we thought he had hip dysplasia which there's not really much you can do for hip dysplasia So we took him to the vet. We talked to them about what we were noticing, and they were like, yeah, that actually sounds like hip dysplasia. We're going to take him back, and we're going to do some x-rays and see if 
that's what it is. So they did some x-rays and his hips looked perfect. His hips are great, which is awesome news. His knees, on the other hand, not so great. He has luxating patellas, which is unfortunate, but a much better diagnosis than hip dysplasia. So they said the options are we can do surgery. And they actually recommend surgery because it's very um, effective. Dogs live great lives after surgery. They're better knees, are happier, better quality of life, etc. Now, surgery is about $1,000 a knee. Um, and this is something he was born with. This is a bad genetics. This is, is... We don't really know his parents. We know his mom was a Newfoundland, but we don't know what dad was. And he's smaller than a Newfoundland, so dad was something else. Um, and it's just bad genetics. We don't know if he was an accidental litter. We don't know if it was intentional. We know he came from a rescue from a different state and was did a rescue transfer to the state we're in. And if I hadn't had pet insurance, it would have cost us a lot more than it currently is. Yeah, it's an 80% reimbursement rate, so we, we still have to pay a little bit on any medical procedures he has done, just like you would with human insurance. But it does make the costs that and makes facing any emergencies or unforeseen circumstances with a dog so much more bearable. And I absolutely recommend that pet owners get pet insurance just for the peace of mind, just for the, if they know that if there's an emergency, they don't have to worry about the fact that they have to pay the emergency fee and then they have to pay for just being seen or all the random little fees that add up depending on your vet. I, we're really lucky to have a vet that has very reasonable rates. But that's not the case everywhere. So it is just definitely worth that extra little bit every month just to have the peace of mind that we're covered if something happens again. And that I'll never have to decide between my dog and money uh, ever thanks to pet insurance that's my two cents if you agree if you disagree shoot me an email at hello.boobybabble at gmail.com if you have ideas for other podcasts or topics for me to talk about shoot me an email let me know yeah i think that's it for today hit that subscribe button if you want to stay updated on all of the episodes and be notified when they come out thanks bye